Hey, this is Greg McAfee, and welcome to The Greg McAfee Show. Now let's get started. Hi, and welcome back to The Greg McAfee Show, where we discuss steps to successful entrepreneurship, how to take your business to new heights, and ultimately follow your dreams. Uh, today, we're going to be discussing a video that's online. You can Google it. You can search it. You can duck, duck, go it, whatever you want to do. Um, it's called, It's Not About the Nail. So we had a company meeting today. Again, it's Saturday. Uh, we had a company meet. We have company meetings from eight to noon, once a quarter on Saturday mornings, because it's the best time for us to have a meeting. So we had a meeting today and uh, we had uh, TWG, which is which stands for Time with Greg. And Greg spoke on this same topic, it's not about the nail. And I showed the video. And um, I, want you, I want you to Google it. I want you to search for it. Uh, it's a, a minute and 46 seconds or something like that long. Uh, it's been viewed over 16 million times. And it's not about the nail. So I'm going to describe it to you real quick just to give you the, a picture of it. Um, but um, a girl and a guy, I believe they're married, but they're on the couch. And they're facing each other on the couch. And the girl uh, starts talking about um, having pain, extreme pain, um, headaches, um, can't think straight. And... At first, all you can see is like from here down on her face. And so then all of a sudden the camera kind of opens up and there they are, you know, facing each other. And she's got this nail that's been sticking in her head, probably about that deep. And she starts talking and saying, I just don't understand why I have such a terrible headache and pressure and he says, well, have you thought about the nail? And she says, let's not talk about the nail. I want to talk about my problem. And he says, but if you remove the nail, and she says, I don't want to hear it. You're not listening to me. So he does his best to try to listen to her. And she says, I, I've got this problem. It's, it's pain. It's, uh, I've been snagging all my sweaters. And he sits there and he goes, it must be awful. And she goes, it is. Thank you for listening. And they go to kiss and the nail, they hit the nail and it hurts her and it scratches him. And he goes, just take the nail out. Okay, so it's not about the nail, but it might be about the nail. Okay, let's talk about this. So. This morning I said for um, pr business purposes, work purposes, uh, the nail is you could you could talk about every relationship possible, family, marriage, children, work, and customer. But for today's purposes, we're going to talk about work and customer. And if it ties into rela other relationships, then it's a benefit to you as well. So. The first thing I'd like to do is talk about the top 10 biggest issues, uh, maybe not the top 10, just the top issues that an employee has. 
And here, here we go. Lack of communication, unfair pay, no job security, underappreciated, favoritism, overworked, being micromanaged, incompetent managers. Okay. Now let's talk about some issues that an employer has issues with employees. Okay. Let me get that straight. Lack of work ethic, lack of loyalty, bad attitudes, lack of team players, listening and communication, consistency in their work and lack of integrity. Now let's listen to what the top issues are for a customer. Trust, communication, dependability, reliability, consistency, options, and friendliness. Okay, just remember, customers want to do business with people they trust and who are friendly. Okay, we buy from who we like. All right. Okay. So here's what I've learned. Um, I'm 59 years old. I just turned 59 in July and I've been in business 32 years. Here's what I've learned. I can only fix my nail problem. I cannot fix your problem. And honestly, most of my nail problems are caused by me. Okay. If you don't think you have a nail or you don't think you have, um, are they're caused by you, you're wrong. You probably have a bigger nail than anyone else. Okay. I cause all my own nail problems. I take that nail and I hammer it in my head. I cause my own problems, whether I'm, whether it's thinking wrong, doing wrong, anything like that. I cause my own problems. Okay. And so do you, as soon as you admit that the better you can get the nail out and move on with life. But, uh, I also talk when you, when you watch it, uh, when you watch the video, you know, I also thought about if we live for listening skills, because if I talked about each one of these, the employees issues, the employer issues and the customer issues, there was one thing that they all had in common. Anybody catch it? Communication. Communications important. Informed people make better decisions. Communications important. To the employee, to the employer, and to the customer. Extremely important. They're all three just as important. Okay. But, um, we cause most of our own problems and we have to admit that we have nails or have had nails and are aware of nails. Now, how, how do you become aware of nails? Well, there's a couple, couple terms for that. Uh, first of all, the, the, the one everyone can relate to is an accountability partner. Okay. When you have an accountability partner, you can go to that person and say, do I have a nail in my head? Okay. And if so, what is it? And a, a good accountability partner will say, actually you do. And part of your problem is, 
blah, blah, blah. Um, and that's the nail in your head that you're not seeing or I'm not seeing. So lack of communication is the biggest problem with any relationship. Lack of communication. When we keep people informed, it just goes a lot smoother. So an employee might think they're not paid fairly, but if you do your job as an employer and you keep track of their performance and you keep track of all reviews and you do reviews, first of all, and you keep track of all reviews, you can go back to them at any time at, um, at McAfee, we have a, um, chart of where, where someone starts and what, and goals, um, to get to certain levels and each level has a different pay amount. And so you can, if you complete level one and go to level two, you can now earn this and three, four, five, six. So we've talked about that a little bit before, but we, we make it very clear how to earn more money. And if, um, if you think it's unfair pay, come to us, communicate with us, come to us. We will show you. And at times we've been wrong. We've actually owed people. You know what? We've owed you this and you've actually been a tier, you've been a tier three for a month and we didn't give you that increase to go to tier four yet or, or complete tier three rather, and we'll make it up for them in their pay. Okay. So, you know, if you think there's no job security, figure out ways to help your employer, um, stay busier. Um, if you're underappreciated, you know, I mean, all of us are underappreciated. All of us are underappreciated. Uh, a lot of times we can give a gift to someone and, uh, or we can give a gift, uh, just a surprise bonus, you know, to 20 people in a department and maybe three or four will thank you for that. And you know what I say to all employers, that's just the way it goes. Get used to it. Cause if you're only looking for a thank you, you're going to be very disappointed. Uh, I, I found that out years ago and, uh, I no longer expect a thank you. And if I get a few, it's a bonus. Uh, so if, uh, if a, an employee thinks there's favoritism, you know, what I say to that is unfortunately just the way it goes is the way that perform one who performs the best is typically favored a little bit more. Now we work with everyone. We try to get everyone up to their level, whatever that level might be. But anytime, if you're a coach in sports, anytime someone excels, you're going to have a little favoritism toward them. That's life. Overworked. Well, you know, that's debatable. It just depends on who you ask and what generation. Um, 40 hours for some can be overworked. Uh, 60 hours, 70 hours, 80 hours, who knows? So that's debatable. But if an employee feels underworked or overworked rather, they should go to their manager and share. If you don't communicate, you're not going to fix the problem. As, as well as micromanagement, manager problems, and all that. Now, um, 
what are some issues for employers with employees? Lack of work ethic. Folks, I, I, I just basically preach about this a lot because it's very serious, but we've lost our work ethic in America. And there's plenty of books you can read about it. We've lost a strong work ethic in America because most people are more concerned about getting done at four than working and making a better living and making more money. And that's sad. I don't know where it came from. I don't know where we dropped the ball in raising children. And I don't know if it was lack of responsibility. I don't know if they just, if they, they saw that and caught that in the home. I have no idea. But I, I was not raised that way, and I certainly didn't raise my children that way. They, they, they both had responsibility. They both had to do chores, some paid, some not. And they both, they both had to start working as soon as they could possibly work. And even if they played multiple sports, they still had to put in some hours on a job um, and pay for their own gas money. But that's responsibility. <laughs> Because nobody's, nobody should be handing you gas money when you're 25, 30, 35, 40 years old. And I don't believe in handouts for, from the government. If there was such a thing as a handout, watch the movie Cinderella. It's a boxing movie. Watch the movie Cinderella during the Depression when, the, when he is forced to take a handout from the government. He then gets back on top and goes back to the agency and repays all the money that they gave him for welfare, basically. Um, so, and there's nothing biblical about a hand, there's nothing biblical about a government handout. Nothing, nothing that says it's good to do. Uh, but pr plenty of things that says, you know, be wise, work hard, work for yourself, provide for your family, all those types of things are in there. Okay, lack of loyalty. This goes exactly with what I, along with what I'm talking about. Uh, we're losing loyalty in America. It used to be people stayed on a job 30 years and now averages three. I mean, where did we go wrong, folks? Where did we go wrong? Wherever you go, there you are. And if you keep jumping jobs everywhere you go, you're never going to be happy until you fix who? You, the one with the nail. Get it out. Then you can find peace and happiness. And, and, and then maybe a job will satisfy you. Um, but we, we've had a few people leave here. I just said we've uh, in the meeting today, we've had a few people leave here. And they've jumped two or three jobs since they left here. Wherever you go, there you are. If you don't fix you, you're never going to be happy. And then uh, bad attitudes. I mean, you know. A common theme for most companies is we hire for attitude, train for skills. Um, lack of team players. Um, you're going to have that in certain situations, but you, we need more people on board. We need more people on the. We need more people on the team. But the ones that are on the team, we want to get them on the right in the right position, and we want to get them um, being proactive and not just reactive. And uh, listening and communication, again, very important. Consistency in their work. I would much rather hire someone who's just consistent all day, maybe just a consistent with an upward trend 
but this kind of stuff, Joe, you need to work harder and you need, you're capable of doing it. And Joe does for about a week. And then he slacks back down, slacks off back, back down. Joe, you've got to work harder. And he does for about a week. And it's this, 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 this can't stand that. And I said, we are not an adult daycare. We are a for-profit business and we need consistency. Just work hard all the time and then go home. It's, a, it's great. You'll feel better. Um, and lastly, lack of integrity. I mean, that's a no-brainer. Uh, no integrity can't work here. I mean, we've got to be able to trust you. Um, and then the customers, you know, they've got to be able to trust us. The number one reason people call McAfee, we've done survey after survey after survey, and the number one reason people call McAfee is they trust us. So we've got to have trusting employees to be able to continue that trend. And then again, communication. And then boom, uh, dependability and reliability goes back to the, the work ethic of America. Got to be dependable. Got to show up for work. You know, um, if you're not, if you're not going to show up, make sure you call the right person ahead of time. Um, but you know, a lot of times, you know, you, you, a little sneeze or a little cough shouldn't keep someone off work. Um, and unfortunately it does a lot of times. We got, you got to be reliable. Uh, the customer wants reliability. They want you at their house at a certain time. They take off work sometimes for us to be there. Um, and they need to depend on us again. Um, and they want consistency. They want consistency. They want, if I send three different texts out over three different years, they want to see the exact kind of checkup or the exact kind of professionalism um, or the exact kind of clean truck or anything like that. They like consistency. They don't want up and down. They don't want one technician to come in and take an hour or an hour and a half or two hours to do a checkup and the next guy come in and in and out in 30. I mean, they're not getting, they don't see value in that. So consistency across the board. And then they just want, they want options. Customers always want options and give them options. Option, you know, good, better, best, whatever it is. Um, and then friendliness. Again, people buy from who they like. Um, okay, so those are the three things, but communication is the key. You got to be able to communicate. And, um, you know, you could, um, you could have, you know, when you listen, when you watch the video, you could say, well, maybe, uh, maybe she had the nail uh, put in by acupuncturist and it's going to relieve more pain. And if she actually pulled out the nail, uh, it, she would have more pain. Great answer. But communication would have found that out. And um, so if I'm, if I'm giving a review, if I'm giving a review and your nail is affecting your performance, it will be addressed along with an expected action plan to control it or fix it. Um, and it should be, you, you can't dodge the nail, folks. You can't dodge, if you're an employer and you own a business and you're giving someone a review or even interviewing some sometimes, you can't dodge that nail. If you dodge that nail, it will be an obstacle the rest of the time of that business relationship with that person. And it's not going to get any better. 
if I'm if you hire me for a business coach, um, you're paying me to help your company. So there's a questionnaire I have you fill out first. Can you take criticism? Do you want change? Because if I see the nail and it's causing problems, I'm going to bring the nail to your attention. There's no way around it. I'm not going to go around it. And there's been many, a handful or so of people who wanted to dodge the nail and it was, um, they, they wanted to keep the nail, whatever it was. And I just, we had to part friends. I couldn't coach them any longer, uh, because the nail got in the way and, uh, it was some sacred, some, some nails are sacred. We've been doing this for 40 years and we're not going to change. Well, good luck with that and have a great day and I'll refund you what you haven't used because a sacred nail gets in my way. Uh, you can't run a business with some sacred nails in, in, in the way. And uh, some people have more than one nail, by the way. So uh, they're, they're not seeing it in the mirror. They're not seeing it. They don't want it removed. Sometimes people don't want it removed. It's their comfort zone. They're happy with the nail. They're happy with the pain the nail causes. They can complain about it. They're happy complaining about it sometimes. But when you watch the video, um, it's not about the nail. When you watch that video, you'll understand this whole podcast today. Okay. So... Um, here's four ways to kind of, uh, deal with people's nails. <laughs> um, but you better be looking, you better be noticing your own nail and dealing with it and getting it out and out of the way. Okay. So here's four things you can do when you're talking to someone about their nail, be clear. Be clear about it and let them know you think it's a nail problem. And then ask them a lot of questions. In other words, here's a great question. If you were to ask them, how long have you been having, having headaches? And they say, I've been having headaches for approximately three months. Okay, now tell me how long you've had the nail in your head. And they say, uh, approximately three months. Hello. <laughs> okay. Uh, in, in our world, you know, it's kind of like going in a house and uh, with someone who has indoor air quality problems and they say something in our house is burning our eyes. Our eyes are watering all the time. Uh, the first thing we might ask is, have you done anything differently within the house? And if they say, actually, we just got new carpet. Well, that's, I mean, that's a, a yellow flag to look at the carpet. Maybe it's got something in it it's causing aller, you know, causing allergies or you're allergic to it or whatever. But that's, we ask questions to get to the problem. So ask a lot of questions. And then repeat back their answers just so you understand. And sometimes when they hear your their own answer coming from you, they might grab the nail and pull it out because they, they're not seeing it or hearing it from themselves. So, and then if all else fails, get a consensus, uh, bring in a few people 
Um, don't tell them what's going on, but just say, I want to meet. I want to have a couple people meet with you with me and we're going to discuss a few things and then don't tell the couple people what's going on. Let them figure it out. Let them ask about the nail because when you get two or three people saying the nail is the problem, maybe hopefully they get the nail out of their head. Okay. So we all have challenges. We all have nails. We're human. Nobody walks on water. Nobody is perfect. No company is perfect. We, we are all flawed in some way. We have all sinned. That's, that's why God sent his son, Jesus, into the world uh, to save us from our sins. We've all sinned. We're all flawed. We all make mistakes. Um, and some nails have been driven so far into the head that they're not even noticeable. They're hidden nails. See, a noticeable nail is actually more or easier rather to deal with. Um, a hidden nail is even harder to deal with because it's hidden and nobody can see what the problem is. Um, but the person knows it, that it's hidden and it's, and it only comes out certain times. Um, but my question to you is what are the nails in your head and why do you keep the nail in your head? Okay. You've got to know why figure it out, work on getting it out. It'll change your life. It'll change your personal life. It'll change your business life. It'll change the relationship you have with your coworkers, your employees, your bosses, your customers, it'll change your life. Okay. All right. Before we wrap up, if you are watching on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe below. You can also support this podcast by rating and reviewing on iTunes or your preferred listening platform. Keep listening because we're just trying to constantly challenge each other and, um, grow businesses better, uh, sleep better at night and all that good stuff. And, um, don't forget to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at the Greg McAfee show, no spaces, no underscores. Um, be sure to tune into us, uh, next week, uh, when we have something else challenging for you to help you better and in business and personally. Thanks for listening. And as always, carry on and have a great day.